Hey, welcome back to the Sorry Not Sorry podcast slash the Olive Room podcast. <laughs> uh, we are going, we're doing another dual podcast. So you hearing from us. I guess it'd be called a dual podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Did I use that word right, babe? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, all right. So this is the thing, right? I had a topic that I wanted to, well... I wanted to challenge everyone for this week on this podcast to give their top five all-time great comedians. So, so everybody knows we've had the hip hop edition, and we've done like our you know top five MCs. Right, right, we've right, done right. our, our we did an R&B edition last yeah. week. We did our our uh, favorite R&B who we thought was the greats, or you know, <laughs> and we went down the top forty list. And um, so then it got me thinking. Throughout this week, like, all right, when we do this again, we're going to do our top five comedians. And it actually made me do a deep dive because, like, throughout the week, I've been listening to a lot of um, Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? I jumped on my Spotify. You didn't tell who was all here, who was all the three of us who are here. Y'all already know what it is. This is Sorry Not Sorry podcast. I will will still give y'all. Okay, you're right, you're right. For our new listeners, all right, for our new listeners, I got George, and I got my fiance Amber. George, aka Gator, uh, Gator Peter. <laughs> I've been drinking. Gator, a Gator Peter, Peter, Gator, Gator, um, Gator Peter. So, um, yeah, man, it, he's my co-host every week, same time here. It's going down. But so, for the Olive Room podcast, I'm the host, and he is my co-host. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We and Gator Peter's Gator Peter's also. Yes. I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. A regular guest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we do this so much. Now it's like, I don't even, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like whoever our regular listeners are. Yeah, that, that is true, though. Every time I, I, I do this, I shouldn't say that. Hey, I don't mind, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like I'm like a fat ninja, man. I'm like in the shower. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fat so like, ninja. So like, you know, I'm just sneaking up. It's like they got a topic and they think they got it, and I'm like, boom, boom. I got a opinion. Okay. You know yeah. <laughs> hey, and I told, hey, I told Gator, I said, don't start no shit this week. Hey, I told him we we're gonna do a top five comedians. I told him I was gonna have Richard Pryor on. Hey. And I that that I told I already told him out the gate. Richard Pryor is gonna be my on my list. I'm gonna have him on on my list. So and how do you want to do it? Do you want to go mean, through everybody's number one, or do you want to go through your whole list? Okay, let's do this. I don't even have mine in order, but I have a top. Five. Well, I have my number one and my number two, and Richard Pryor is not my number one. Come on, me, bitches. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where we're gonna have the problem. And I did not want this issue with you, but we're gonna have it. Here's the thing. All right, I'll go to war. Here's the thing. <laughs> We're going to do it this way, okay? okay? Everyone is going to say their top five. We're not going to go on a rabbit hole yet. No one has any opinions. Yes, to say not yet. Okay. We're, okay. You no say, we're gonna. I'm going to point at you. You're going to say it, and the nope, only thing you can say is, mm, mm, I'll take oh, that. Okay, okay. If you, if you say, mm, All right, right. that's it. And then after we do that, everybody says their top five. Then we'll go individually, and then we'll start having a good conversation. We can start with our... Okay, so go. Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go. Oh, man. Okay. Number one, Richard Pryor. Number two, Eddie Murphy. Number three, Mike Epps. Number four, Kevin Hart. And number five, Dane Cook. 
Jordan. Now, I, I told you. Don't you start that shit, man. I said all you can do is go. You know what? He freaking out. Go ahead, baby. He is bursting wanting to say something. Go ahead, baby. It's on you. Your top okay, five. Hold on. I got my top you wait. five. My okay. So my top five, I got uh, Bernie Mac, Deion Cole, Mike Epps, Cat Williams, and Kevin Hart. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, hold up. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. What's yours? All right, so my list, number one, Eddie Murphy. Number two, Richard Pryor. Number three, Chris Rock. Number four, Bill Burr. And number five. Um, Eli, like you don't want to say, uh, I, but you I, have to. I, I kind of almost have to. Okay. You know, Dave Chappelle. Don't fuck. Okay. okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Nobody's going to come for you over that. I think you're – I think I'm – I'm mad at the. Okay, now we can do a deep dive, but okay. I because I, I want I want to say one thing that just I jumped say out at one me. Thing yeah, too. me too. Let me jump on you for a second, Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock, bigger and blacker. Here's the problem. Oh my god. No, because me and Amber had this conversation, okay. right? We talked about it a little the other day, and I had to stop her. I was like, ah, save it for the podcast. But we start. We talked about it a little bit, and we mentioned. I mentioned to her. I had some honorable mentions. You know, I got some honorable mentions. Too. I had some honorable mentions, and I said, "Chris Rock." I said, "Eddie Griffin." Like I had people that were in my I head. I had some that, too. I had D.L. Hughley. I had a. I had a lot of honorable mentions. Okay, I'm glad you said D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley. I love D.L. Hughley. Is like Chris Rock in that sense of. Here's my issue with with your top five, George. Chris Rock is not funny. What? Hold up, hold up, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Okay. See, you're trying to get your people hey, to crucify hey. me like you did with Keith Sweat. Hold on. I said Chris Rock is not funny, like holding stomach, dying on the floor. He's more, he would be in my top 10 for sure because I love Chris Rock. Yeah. But I tell you why I love Chris Rock because he has a message. He says some shit that has you glued to the TV, that has you like, that is so true. Like when he did yeah. a skit about, um, he said, all the dad, dads don't get shit on Father's Day. don't mean nothing. Oh, yeah. And all he get is the big piece of chicken. Right. <laughs> shit like that. I'm not laughing, but I'm entertained. Right, right. Yeah. So Chris Rock is for sure an entertainer. top ten would have been easier because then I could have included I know, but I didn't want to make it easy. I didn't want to make it Rock, easy. And definitely Eddie Murphy was my number six, and I was like on the edge with him. But I went off like my personal, basically. My top five is my personal who am I listening to on yeah. a regular type of thing? So if I went with that, honestly, those would be the people here's, that I'm listening to on the regular. Here's the thing, though. It was scary for me to do a top five and to put them in order because I put yes. almost all of them on the set. And then I left George Carlin off my list. I, and that He was online. Everything in me to leave him off of my list because if you listen to his material, that was record. That was just basically material that people emulate now you know his whole style and the way he did things is emulated by so many comedians now you know so i was like yeah but uh, if i had to sit there and listen to people stand up chris rock's one of my favorites that's but it took everything in me to just keep him at three because i was <laughs> Dave Chappelle would be in my top 10 if yeah. i had a top 10 well, and the only reason i say that is because Dave Chappelle is He's he's funny. I'm not mm-hmm. out of his at all. But I like Dave Chappelle more on 
his show, Chappelle. I think he was funnier on Chappelle's mm-hmm. show than his stand-ups are. And his stand-ups are funny, but they don't have me like hurting, like crying tears. I, I agree with that, though. But I agree that. I love that the Chappelle. Show was the a, show had me cry. I'll still watch the show and be crying. You know? Well, that brought us to our. That brought us to a point too of like we were talking about the other day of like Amber asked me, "Are we just putting together a list of people that comedians that we think are funny in movies too?" And I said, "No." No. This is a specific list, of, and that's why I didn't make yeah. her list because we we wanted to on the stage stand up right. comedy, right? Because this hurt my heart, Jamie Fox. I have a sentimental value to Jamie Fox right, because right, that was right. the first stand up I ever watched, right? But I would be biased if I put him in my top five, right? Right? Because right. I'll be honest, Jamie Fox, I think is funnier. Then I think Jamie Foxx is funnier than Kevin Hart. I think Jamie Foxx is funnier than Dane Cook. I would even say uh, I put Jamie Foxx up next to Mike Epps if they his were roasting. Stand up, just not but funny. exactly. His yeah, his but I had to think about his history. Right. So um, Jamie Foxx show. Hey, so yeah. You know. So we'll do a deep. Now, yeah, we, we probably need to do an episode of the funniest comedies to ever like hit the TV. I'll do like a top. All right, right there. We'll and, do a top five list of um, comedy specials because. Dave Chappelle's last stand-up, this last one, is good as fuck. But I had to think, like, no offense, but I never really thought Dave Chappelle's stand-up was all that great until this they're last inter- one. It's like Chris Rock. Maybe like, they're entertaining, but are they hilarious? Well, so that's what I'm saying. Are you entertained? Think about it. Kevin Hart has had me crying laughing. Yeah, but see. That's Richard Pryor makes me cry laughing. Yeah. yeah, they have. So, okay, so comedians like Chris Rock. Um, Dave Chappelle has kind of moved into it now. His earlier stand-ups were a little different. They're more of those topical comedians where they go into this whole kind of stuff. DL is the perfect example of like a Steve Harvey. Perfect example. example Because what they do is they they keep you captivated. You're watching. You're you're into it. You're watching like mouth open. 12 minute like long joke. Like it's like a a story. It's a story. Like look at um. Cat Williams, I actually, I'm sorry, but Cat Williams, I kind of, he teeters on being one of those stand-up comedians that just entertaining to watch right, versus right. funny. Now, he's got some well, quotable stuff. Well, I will say stuff. his newer ones are less funny than his. Yeah, it doesn't make you. and yeah, and no, stuff no, like no. that. And the Pimp Chronicles, those are like, that was the funny ones. But I then, like, he, the newer ones. But did it have you, like. Yes, That's they the had thing. me crying. Yeah, the I older mean, ones had yeah. me crying. He had the gimmick then, though, and I think that was yeah. the thing. He had a gimmick that was was fresh at the time, and you know he, he had came off of Friday mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. So people were like, "Oh man, you know this is Cat Williams, that little pimp dude. Oh, he's hilarious." Blah blah blah. And then after about a year, two years, it was like, "Oh, okay, well I've seen." Well, yeah, Cat was more <laughs> like, "You gotta live your motherfucking life." Cause at the end of the motherfucking oh day, God, you you know what I'm saying? It's I'm just right. saying like that was him. Like that was him, yeah. like he would say stuff that was real ass shit. Right. Like he like man, you can't fuck your bitch right now. I gotta drive all the way across town to get his bitch some dick. And you like holy shit! Like you listening like this is entertaining. I feel where he coming from. Probably been in that situation. Right. Versus was he really like he said some shit that had me just die? Like hold my stomach. Like holy, that is so fucking funny. Like that's my thing. Like with my list. I, I do Mike know. Epps. That's the oh. thing. I'm, here's the thing with Mike Epps. I if somebody told me my number one is Mike Epps, I wouldn't be mad about it. 
I would be like, I get where you coming from. Right, He's right. the goofiest motherfucker. Like, I love Mike Epps. Mike, you can look at Mike Epps and laugh. Right. I think that, and that's a big thing with him. Uh, and, but the thing is, it's a kind of Cat Williams syndrome as well. You know what I'm saying? It was after the movie, everybody had gotten to Mike Epps, thought he was, you know what I'm saying? I think Deion Cole is funnier than Mike Epps. That's, yeah, yo, I'm not going to lie. Deion Cole is a genius. He's number two. Here's the mind. problem, though. See, Amber did a, I call it a raw scale. Amber really did a raw scale of who she personally, she didn't give a, don't care about the history, don't care about how many special they had. In her mind, who's funniest? Because right. if I could do a raw scale, of course mine would be different. I would have Deion Cole in my top five. I would have Jamie Foxx, because I think Jamie Foxx is funny as shit. But my thing is I'm this. I'm thinking of if I'm in the car and my Pandora's on, and who would of I course. listen to? Of But that's Deion Cole doesn't have back-to-back Which specials that's killing you. He don't even, he's got a few hour specials that he's yeah. like, Ho, like he's like a guest star on, but he don't have a he doesn't have a a catalog that you can look at and be like, man, he's killing it in but history. Every special he has have you crying. Of course, but every name him. Part of the special, I don't even know the name of. See, what I'm saying. What I'm talking but like, that's what I mean. But it also, I can't name Kevin Hart special. You can. I might need security. Uh, I can only name. Man. That's the only one I can man. name. I'm a grown little man. Really? That's the only one um, I can name. See, that's the thing. Like, and I, I can't name. I can't name Mike Epps specials. One is like triple X rated. Hey. Is that that one? Yeah. Um, inappropriate behavior. I, I I have to replace the white guy on your list. We well, gotta trade white guy. I don't want you to because <laughs> here's my thing. I will say something about Dave. Okay, but go ahead. I had to think, right? Everybody has a certain thing that makes them laugh and yeah. got their own style. Yeah, and. My thing was, I'm not going to neglect a white comedian <laughs> because Dane Cook birthed. I really believe that he birthed these new age uh, was, white comics that say awkward things. And I was about to say his that. His humor was very... I was going to put Azir. What's not his name? Not just that. Oh, Aziz Ansari. Yeah, I, I wanted to put him at number him. five, but... I'll be honest, Dane Cook birthed him. Yeah. So see, there's no way not, I can put not, not just that. Dane here. Cook and and any comedian will tell you this. Dane Cook basically birthed what comedians do today, how they function. Exactly. He was the first comedian with social media. He was the first comedian yes. that was actually, you know, taking out emails and actually driving his own like shows and everything. He didn't get booked. People called him because they heard the social media buzz. You know what I'm saying? That was something that he really, the whole birth of a social media comedian and things like that, he birthed that. Like I said, he was the first. So I have to give it to Dave, to Dave Cook for those things. Now, I would say that if I had to take the two between him and Bill Burr, Bill Burr is the funniest. And that's why Bill Burr is on my, on my four. I'm not mad at you saying Bill Burr is funnier, but let's be honest, George Carlin is like son in them. He's like dad. Think about it. Yeah, he is. He is. When you said, I don't think you should swap that. I think you were right by saying George Carlin because he was also considered. I had to honestly think, like, I was like, okay, let's think of a white comic. I need to put a white comic in my top five. I didn't five think so, but... Because uh, I love all stuff. kinds of comedy. Yeah, right. And I thought, Dane Cook was the first white comic I latched onto where I saw all his specials on HBO. Yeah. I saw what he did, 
and he really set the bar for that he kind did. of comedy. Because, you know, you got the Daniel Toshes. So that's like your sentimental one, huh? Because I was going to put Gary that. Owen in there. Because that was the first one I went Gary live to him. I went live I to his show. funny, but... And then I started, when I saw him live, you know how when you see somebody live, yeah. like, oh, he's kind of funny. So you go back and you watch their stuff. So I kind of did that, like, years ago when I went and saw him live. So I was like, oh, I yeah. thought... But that's he's just, I knew that was just, like, sentimental. Like, right, oh, right. I, well, I put him hard, in there when right. it really... It's hard. You know, Eddie Murphy is sentimental. Well, you don't want to say five. Well, no, no, no. I wanted to challenge you. Because if I would have said ten, that's easy. Ten comics is easy. And that's what I'm saying. With five, you if four... And notice how hard it was. Yeah, it hurts your heart. Think about it. Now you realize how sentimental comedy was to you. Bernie Mac isn't in there. Because I thought you loved Bernie Mac. You always Bernie, that. Well, here's the thing with Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac never had had me crying laughing. What? Bernie Ooh. Mac's funny as shit. You he never is. had you crying laughing? <laughs> no, no, don't oh, do that. I that. That's the worst impression. I, I love. I know. That. I know. But I, I love Bernie Mac. Don't get me wrong. Bernie's awesome. And man, um man. and Bert, but Bernie. See, my thing is this. He never had you crying. He had me. Crying. He never had me like. That's what I mean. Like I've never been rolling on the ground laughing. But at the same time. I really like Bernie Mac, and I didn't say anything bad about Bernie Mac being your top five. I think Deion Cole, I could have a quarrel with that. That was hard to hold yeah. in because I uh, understand what you're saying as raw scale. Like, yeah. raw, just raw, he is funny, and I agree with you. Funny as shit. replace. But what is his catalog next to Kevin Hart? I That's could my replace point. Cat Williams, though, with uh, Steve Harvey but that, or D.L. Hughley. That's yeah, my D. point, so though. Underrated. I love D.L. Hughley. So yeah, D.L. Hughley. Yeah, I'm going to replace, I call it, I'm going to replace Cat Williams with uh, D.L. Hughley. I'm moving that in. See. I was listening to that on the way earlier. Now, let's just address one thing, George. This is where the problem going to come in at. And I told you not to start no shit, hey, but you look, started some hey, shit. Hey. <laughs> you started some shit. All right? So now we got to. We oh, yeah. It. I got something for your ass. Ooh. Why in the hell did you put Eddie Murphy oh, in front boy. of the late great? All rest right. in peace. Funniest man to ever touch the stage, <laughs> Richard Pryor. Here's 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 why. Cause and I'm just gonna listen. Cause Eddie, let's put it like this: Richard's a top comedian. That's true. Eddie, I think when he dropped, as big as Richard was during that time, Eddie was just like a step, just a notch funnier. Now, be that on the back of a lot of Richard Pryor stuff. But I think he was just a notch funnier on his specials. Delirious. Wrong. And I'm basing this, I'm basing this on the specials. You know what I'm saying? Delirious. Amazing. Raw, Raw is the yeah. special. It is the comedy. Like, when people think, what's the greatest comedy special you ever heard? The first name that people think of, usually, Eddie Murphy Raw. Or Delirious. <laughs> or Delirious. Yeah, yeah. But Raw especially. I think Raw, the iconic image of a comedian is Eddie Murphy in the jumpsuit doing, you know, the, the whole comedy shtick from the 80s, you know? It almost defined that whole time. It was Eddie during, I mean, that that was what spawned all the movies, the Beverly Hills Cop, the Trading Places, the, all those, you know, now, those things. Here's my thing, George. No one put it on the line more than Richard Pryor. I agree with that. Because I, I say this. 
when I thought about my top five, I thought to myself, my number one would be, would have to be a, a, a comedian that put it all on the line, spared none, didn't right. hold back. See, there's certain comedians you watch and you're like, this is an act. They're yeah. not giving their full self. This yeah. is yeah. This is a yeah. this is an act for them. Right. Richard Pryor gave you the the feeling of. So I was listening to one of his stand ups, and they on Spotify they just have different segments right. you could listen right. to. And man, it was a part where he was talking about a drug addict that lived in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you just felt the pain, even yeah. though it was funny. Yeah. It also hurt to hear it. Right. And it was like he gave that personality. Right. And he kept it real. And he talked about his family and how, like, just all the traumatizing things. And that's what I'm saying about birthing people. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was birthed from Richard Pryor. Yeah, Had Richard Pryor never came out, Eddie that. Murphy would have never. Now, Eddie Murphy put it on the line. I yeah. will say Eddie Murphy put it on the line. I do not think that he held back. But I just think as authentic comedy. Yeah, I, Richard I Pryor, I and that's why saying. I text you and I told you I don't want no shit. Uh, hey, I said Richard Pryor number one. I don't want no shit. <laughs> man, I should but, read this. You lucky I can't yeah, read this said, damn text right now, man. You, hey, you, yeah, you. And, and, and that was the thing though. I, I feel I feel that too. But the one thing that is the blessing about Richard Pryor that you just said yeah. is the one thing that made him my number two is because I would listen to his stuff and sometimes I wouldn't get. Like, oh my god, I'm just splitting hilarious. I go, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I love topical comedians. So I get what he you're was kind of like my two. When you watch Red Murphy Raw, it's just straight, like, oh my god, this dude is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just laugh and you just, you know, come in. That's why he, yeah. you know, made my number one. That ain't funny, motherfucker. Right. Now, the, now, <laughs> you talking about, about Michael? He's a musical genius. <laughs> he said, that ain't funny, motherfucker. Right. The crazy part is the same reason that I just put Richard Pryor as number two yeah. is the same reason that Dave Chappelle even makes my list. Because early Dave Chappelle was that <sighs> funny guy who was, oh, you know, the wise crack type. Yeah. But the last three specials that he's done yeah. is a different Dave Chappelle. And it's more of that topical type comedian. Well, he's, he's grown. yelling, screaming. He's grown. It's, exactly. it's growth. But it's not fake. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's not that he's he's not real anymore. Exactly. He's real as ever, but how much can you give to an audience when you are at a place where you're doing so well financially? Right. Life's going so well right. for you. It's shocking that he's able to <laughs> right. still touch the people in the way that he has. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. because he used to say whatever. He yeah. still says whatever. It's the thing. It's yeah. just like, like you said, he's grown. He's not. He hasn't censored himself. He just. I mean, think back to some of the shit he said. Think back to the show. That shit. Yeah, was the crazy. show was. He said. Dave Chappelle said something. He said a lot. I of, believe he said this. He touched a lot of the gay. Topics yes, he said. Put that show now. See, somebody else put Boondocks. I was online and somebody said, nobody, no, they said the gay community would be up in fucking Mm -hmm. arms Mm -hmm. if Boondocks was out today because when he said, you gay, that whole thing, yeah, Uh, yeah. you just (laughs) nag because your ass is old, first thing you do is go and pick up the phone, he said, it ain't a skirt, it's a whatever, whatever oh, you talking about thug? Nigga, that's still the gay. Magnificent. Right. Right. He has a fashion He said he's gay. He said he's not gay. He said, yes, he is. He said, why you got that person? Nigga, it's a satchel. It's a satchel? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Boondocks is 
wild. You know I what? Was so I told Amber John Witherspoon would be in like my John top fifteen. His stand up is okay. Yeah, but the crazy part is him in anything he's in is like it's the funniest thing. But see, that's what I was you know? talking about when I said you're how you are on like a movie or a TV yeah. show. Or that's why I asked him, are we talking about TV show or movie? Oh, yeah. Funniest people there. Are we talking about stand up? You know, I'm and talking it's about crazy stand-up. too because sometimes like mm-hmm. Tiffany Hash, I don't really like her in movies that much, but her stand up is kind of funny to me. It's, but then sometimes it's kind of corny. But yeah. if I was talking about like female, I would probably say Leslie Jones. Yeah, Leslie Jones. Even is Amy funny. Schumer. I think her, every Schumer her stand-up's is stand up's not all that good, but Leslie Jones is like uh, anything she's in. She's featured. Funny. Even her stand ups where she does like yeah, well, 15 minutes. You know how you do like yeah. alternating stand up comedians? Yeah. She, her little. 20 minute skit be hilarious mm-hmm. but I just don't know if I watch it for like a whole hour or nothing like that right know? yeah yeah I think um, you know we've kind of figured it out where there's categories of comedy there is yeah we realize that there's categories of comedy and um, that's how my list is constructed you know right mine is, if you notice my comedians for the most part Give themselves, yeah, to to the to the audience, right? And mine, top, like you know, all the way down, like Richard is not number two. Yeah, I got Chris Rock at number three. See, I I don't have an issue with that. I take issue with that. Chris Rock had you dying, man, dude. People have different comedy. Well, that well, I'm just asking. I'm just curious. Well, I'm saying that's probably why, because you know, like okay, like how we like drag. Humor. Yeah, we love like, like we pineapple like pineapple and stuff. Right? Yeah. Some people think that shit is dumb. That's like, that I shit like, is so yeah, I like stupid. Express. Okay, stand stuff like that. She's just like, but the one so of the funniest movies think that I've like, seen in the dumb. last ten years is this yeah. is the end. I love. I keep. I try to put her on. Funniest movie. No, let me tell you. Let me tell you one story real quick, George. I know. I like this. You'll see why I got mad. I've seen this is the end. I've seen the movie. I just said it's been a while. He's like, oh my god, we're about to watch it right now. It's just so funny. We're about to watch it right now. He puts it on, and while he's while we're watching it, he's looking at me and looking back at the TV. He's looking at me and looking back at the TV. I don't laugh hard enough to his liking. (laughs) (laughs) So he cut the movie. I was like. I said, like, what you doing? I'm watching. He said, nah, you won't think it's funny. You ain't laughing. We ain't about to watch it. Because <laughs> that movie's what? hilarious. It is. When he Hi. goes, when Craig, <laughs> he said, you couldn't handle my mid-drill. Right. When he was like, you had a sneaker bar. He was like, I, I, would be, I would be upset if I didn't just have a piece of it. Right. He's like, it's my sneaker bar. <laughs> that shit's funny I as hell. I was laughing. Milky Way. But Milky I didn't way. laugh as hard as he liked. Exactly. So he cut the movie off. Yeah. Okay, while we're talking about comedy, what about this? Can just off the top of your head, I kind of like it because you don't have a chance to like write it down and think yeah. about it. Off the top of your head, just give me like three funniest movies, two thousand and up. Funniest movies. This is the end's got to be one of my mm-hmm. one of mine because oh my give god. Give me three. Oh man, the original Hangover. Okay, yes. Has to we be just like was watching that <laughs> yesterday. We was watching man, that. Man, that was and that's probably fresh on my mind. But that movie was. Hilarious. I love Hangover. And God, number three, man. Oh man, I when I was smoking half baked was like my my ish. Mm, yeah. Okay, but so that's like, for yeah. Okay, off okay. top, that's three. You know, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the three. Uh, Blue Streak, Step Brothers. <laughs> Step Brothers, man. I, I love Step Brothers. Uh, but I really love Blue Streak. Mar- I love Lawrence Blue Street. Street. I think my mom's is hilarious. Yeah, so Blue Street step right. He said, hey, he said, hey man, stop eating them cold cuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you your, your shit's gonna be he off. Said, I said, I don't know. All I know is that he's gay. He's gay, gay, gay. 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 <laughs> 
Yo, Dave Chappelle was a fool in that shit. He said, he said, he said, man, I can't get the money right now, man. It's stuck in the vents. Some of you said, I ain't gonna get it. I'll wait. He said, what the fuck? Um, oh yeah, and then uh, I would say, I have to say, Pineapple Express. Or, oh fuck, Pineapple Express is funnier and super bad to me. I have to. I think so. I've said Step Brothers, Pineapple Express. Okay, go ahead, baby. Superbad is one of mine, definitely. Um, I don't know. I asked the question. Now I can't even think of three. Exactly. She <laughs> asked the question. So hard can't do because I'm thinking I got all this stuff flying through my head. I'm like, uh, definitely super bad. Definitely, I gotta say Pineapple Express. I'm just thinking about it. Pineapple yeah. Express. Pineapple Express. It's a classic. You know what? You gonna laugh at this, but I'm gonna say Talladega Nights because oh, right. oh, oh, fuck! I'm so I'm mad. I'm so upset right now. I'm in my list. I'm so upset right now. I gotta say Talladega Nights because that shit has me crying. Oh man, that's a good one. Yo, that's a good one. Hey, holy fuck! That would be my number one. I love Talladega Nights. I can't get enough. That motherfucker said. He said. You are not paralyzed. He said, I am paralyzed as hell. He said, you stick that knife in your leg, Ricky Bobby. you stick that knife in your leg, Ricky Bobby. He said, no, because he always cried. I hope your children feel the pain that I just. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. He said, I hope you have beautiful children. And they walk, and they run, and play sports, and then their legs get taken away. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil on me. Don't you put that evil on me. I oh, got oh my god! He said, "You gonna pay really bad, Ricky Bobby." Stop! He, said, he, he tried to give him a butterfly kiss. He said, "He said, <laughs> that's the thing." Like, I'm just a big hairy American winning machine. But that's that <laughs> yeah. too. You know what? I'm big hairy. As much shit. as I love, I wake up Will his ass. Right? I, I love him, but I've seen his stand ups and I don't think they're as funny as Who? him in movies. Who? Oh, hell I've never no. seen Will Ferrell stand up. No. I've never seen Will Ferrell. I saw stand-up. one stand up. I don't even know if he has one or one, but I saw one stand up. But you know what's funny though? Fun. I saw him give the uh, Harvard speech. Oh, the, oh my the graduation speech. Uh-huh. That was hilarious. Wow. He's he's just you can tell he's just a funny person. Yeah. He just like that. He just walk around funny as shit all the time. His underrated movie <laughs> is that semi pro movie, man. I love that movie. That movie Tropical <laughs> Thunder. Oh, not Tropical Thunder, but the yeah. The Tropic. The Flint Tropics. Yeah. I mean, say, yeah, Ben Punching is Jew. Oh. <laughs> I want you to love me. Stop. Come over here and touch me. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, man, I get tired of hearing that song. It is a good song, though. Yeah, it is a good song. Yo, yo, the referee said, uh, he said, that's a foul. He said, fuck you, I'll kill your children. That motherfucker said, that's it. You are disqualified, Ricky. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Some Jackie people, Moon. Some people would say our humor is like, no. yeah, dry exactly. or weird. Maybe your mom you know? didn't go to heaven. Right. <laughs> He said, he said, I'm gonna, he said, you have a foul mouth. I'm gonna tell your mom. He said, well, you're gonna have to tell her to heaven because that's where she's at. Right. Well, maybe she didn't go to heaven. Go Everybody to just stopped and left. They were like, that's it. Ooh. <laughs> he said, he's gonna murder my family. I think, I think Pineapple Express is funnier than that, though. I don't know, man. That's oh, a no, good one. Pro is just I think so it's funny. I think Pineapple Express is funnier than Because you gotta oh, think that, about that it. Amazing, but it's Semi Pro, I can't even think about that. Yeah, or Tropic Thunder. Yeah. I like no, Tropic Thunder. I think Tropic Thunder's good. Pineapple Express is better than both of those. Well, here's the thing. Just think 
about when Red did, Red would not die. Oh, Red. Red <laughs> like, not that's what I'm saying. Pineapple Express, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> right, right. Like, we do all. He we, said, uh, don't. Don't, don't. <laughs> he said, don't. He said, why'd you shoot me? I'm going to die now, probably. Probably. Right. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I'm making a cake for my cat. He said, I don't, I don't see a cat in here. Well, he died. So, right. how do you feel now? He said, well, I hope he's in heaven. Well, he probably went to hell. He's a little fucker. <laughs> like, but here's my thing. I was thinking about this. I don't know why he popped in my head. But I thought about Adam Sandler, right? And his stand-up Waterboy. was not good at all. But here's the thing. I feel like... He was perfect for Saturday Tell me if I'm the same. Tell me if y'all feel the same, I mean. Adam Sandler plays the same character in every part. movie for the most part. But I still like it. And yeah. I can't get enough of Adam Sandler. Man. What is it that I, I like? You're never going to not like Adam Sandler. He's so likable. Waterboy. He did switch it up in Waterboy. He's yeah. so likable. I know. He's, he's such a great guy. He's just never going to not be likable. Right. Like, you just love Adam Sandler right. no matter what ethnicity, whatever, sex. You just love Adam Sandler. I think because he All has his classics. movies are good. Waterboy, yeah. Lil Nick. The Waterboy, Lil Nick. I love Nick, Lil Nick. Uh, Billy yeah. Madison. Billy, Ma- oh, oh, Billy Madison. Too. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. He has classics. Happy Gilmore. But then so even his stuff now, though. The thing is, a lot of times if you've been doing it that long, grown you gotta ups. die off. Yeah. Oh, grown oh, yeah. ups is so underrated, man. I like movie. just go with it. I don't too. like I corny comedy. Just go with like it is like. Oh, just underrated. go with it. He started doing yeah. romantic comedies. But you know, he's always done all the ones with Drew Barrymore. Well, yeah. that's the movie um, where she uh, got the first dates. Fifty yeah. first day, day when she kept forgetting. But he's done a few with her because remember he did what was the latest one oh, he did with her with shoot, the kids yeah. and then with the Africa. Yeah, what is um, it? God, what is? It? I know, oh, he I dated know the exactly model. What you're talking uh, about? Be- no, that's just go with it. Yeah, the one uh, with Drew exactly Barrymore. with the Africa. But that was on Netflix. This new no, that was in. Well, mom said it's a good one. Mom said he's got one on Netflix. He was flying on a plane or something. She said it's good. It's good. No, I'm not talking about that one though. This one with Drew Barrymore. This was. All right, I think George is looking it up. Yeah. Yeah, this one was in theaters, and it was a really, it was really funny. Like I like, you know what? The thing is, every time you're sitting around, I think this different comedy for different different moments. Because if I'm in a room with my damn family, we're not about to throw on Mike Epps. If I'm in the room with the kids, and we're not about to watch all that. Yeah, but yeah. I will watch an Adam Sandler movie in the room with anybody. You yeah, know? it's like different comedy for different people. Step Daddy, called Blended. Blended, yes, blended. Yeah. Well, Step Daddy. Step Daddy. Big Daddy? Big Daddy. I've been drinking. What? That was funny. As big fuck, Daddy. I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep Daddy. blaming the liquor when I fuck up. But um, Big Daddy is a classic. Oh, yeah. He said, I wipe my own ass. Hey. I can wipe my own ass. <laughs> when he took he said, you got to go, buddy. He said, you but, go, buddy. I, but, but I wipe my but own I ass. But I wipe my own ass. <laughs> I can wipe my own ass. <laughs> It's cute. cute. It's funny. Yeah. But nothing, nothing tops Waterboy as far as his classic movies. Waterboy is, dude, I got a water spoon, dude. I got a water jug, dude. Needle dick, needle dick. Oh, no, no, my favorite part Very of that movie is so when they're, they're doing it. Uh, he's telling them to get mad. He goes out there. Yeah, Colonel like, Sanders shows no muscle. Water sucks. Gatorade's better. <laughs> what? What? Go use it. Go use it. <laughs> so he goes out there and all of a sudden he sees the coach and the quarterback. Gatorade. Gatorade. <laughs> Water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> but yeah, he said, Colonel, he see poked him nice. He poked me in the fucking eye. He said, Colonel Sanders show no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, Captain, 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 Captain,
after his Sando shows no moisty. Then he was in his drink. Then he calls teacher Colonel Sanders. Right. That's where I got that from. He's a doula oblongata. Does anybody know what the doula oblongata is? Or he said, he said, he said, why alligator's ornery? He raised his hand. He said, all right, what is uh, what does Bob have to say about this? He said, I heard uh, alligators. They use, he said, they ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Robert's wrong. No, you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. Oh, man. These is classes, though. Like, that's what I think when I think about our stand up. You couldn't do that movie today. It's quotables. Yes, you could. You could. You could. Maybe Waterboy. It wouldn't be as, it wouldn't have as high rate. It's such a PC thing. Like, they would be like, oh, it's killing comedy. Is he slow? Is he, you know. He's making fun of, he's making fun of autistic people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I never people got an autistic so sensitive now. Something's clearly wrong with so him in that sensitive. movie. Like people are so sensitive nowadays. Like, it's just so, someone was bound to get offended. Yeah, you, you've heard the, the, the Backlash for Dave special and the things that people are coming out saying. Like, Fox has decided that they're going to completely, like, cancel Dave. They're, they're the like... the dumbest shit ever. It's not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen because... Rotten Tomatoes closed the rating. I saw they that. They didn't want the critics to rate. And I love Jeremy Johns. as somebody I've listened to for years on you know, movies and everything. I respect his opinion. He was the only one to give it like a fresh on there. Because he was like, this movie, this, this, this special is funny as shit. You know? <laughs> Here's the thing. I like where we're going. We're starting yeah. to get out of this cancel culture bullshit. Right. We got to, I'm man. over that shit. We we're too to. fucking sensitive. Don't get me wrong. Go after the motherfuckers that's really being right. You know, if you online saying the f word and you know right, exactly. against gays and you really, these are comedy. They're right. comics. You know, I mean, that's what they do. That's what they make fun of. To do okay, yeah. it's like Chris Rock literally said a joke about. Um, he said something about when your uncle touches you. Yeah, like he was talking about molestation within the family, which is probably having the hell of women yeah, in that crowd, yeah, yeah. and nobody cried about it. It's it's like this, man. Comedy is your is your escape, and right. I think that people need to realize, especially these people that's in the cancel culture, they need to understand what it really is about. Mm-hmm. And also, you can't be so fucking sensitive. Like I would hate to be that type of person that gets so offended by things. Okay, you so, know, do you know the, you know the story of the that brings him out. I have a Huh? By the way, you know the story of the court jester? No. So, your comedies or comedians are kind of based on the court jesters that used to be in, uh, you know, kingdoms or wherever. The king always had a court jester there. You know, the people they have, with, you know, the funny little thing, the Joker card. It's okay. based on the court, the court jester. Oh, wow. Where the court jester would, you know, basically come in and try to entertain the king or whatever. That's That was the, the perception. The real job of the court jester, jester was to make fun of things that were happening in the kingdom, but to be completely honest about things to the king. So the king actually relied on the court jester not just for entertainment, right. but to understand what people were saying in the kingdom, how they felt about things, oh, yeah. and that's how he would rule. The yeah. comedian, today's comedian, is doing the same thing. 100%. It's, it's, it, their job is to basically give a critique on everything that's going on out in the world. And, you know, that's what their job is. So yeah. not having, you know, canceling people for, you know, trying to, you know, well, can things. I think cancel culture <laughs> is trying to kill comedy. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, honestly, you can't be this oh, yeah. sensitive about shit but love comedy. Right. No fucking way. Right. You don't like any comics then. You like fucking Bill Cosby. Exactly. No offense. No, and, and to be honest, that's who the fuck you like. If, if people somebody that's Bill so Cosby PC before that, you know, when yeah. he was doing I Spy and yeah. stuff, Bill wasn't no just clean stand up. Man, Bill was raunchy as shit. Yeah. Well, you know? here's the thing. Bob Saget from yeah, Bull House. Exactly. His shit was super raunchy. You have to understand that, you know, I, I that's what I'm saying. I like where it's going. Because I feel like we're ruling out this cancel culture bullshit. It's starting to happen, yeah. Yeah, and I think that Dave Chappelle is starting to set that bar. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm hearing that too from other comics saying, man, we appreciate Dave Chappelle, man. He came out there, he said the F, he dropped the F word. Yeah. Because he just wanted people to know, I'm not a racist bigot or anything. Right. My, you- I have friends that are gay. I'm just telling y'all. This is what I do. This is comedy. We're just being funny, man, he, and it's funny. He made a statement. Yeah, he did. There. He said the F when word. He, he made that, that a point. But the, it was the way he presented it. Exactly. And it was one of the biggest mic drop moments I have seen. You're in talking about with the gay people in, in the years. car? The different type. No, no, no. When he was when he said that he had to deal with standards and practices when he was doing Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And oh the yeah. And told him, you right. know, you can't say. The word, you know, what I'm he saying? He the like, F word. He's, so he said he was leaving, and he stopped, and he said, "Well, wait a minute. How is it that I can say the word nigger with ambiguity? Yes, but I can't say the word faggot. It's like, well, that's you're because not you're gay. not you're not gay. And he's like, well, I'm not a nigger either. Yeah, <laughs> you know I saying? love that. When he said yes. that, it puts so much. It put like, it in context. Context. You on, think right? You think that I'm that? And it makes you right, exactly. It makes you think that <laughs> it's cool for me to to say that, right? And everybody's all good, and it's good, it's cool. But you don't piss off the gay community, right? And my thing was, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a podcast where there was a there was a different point of view, where the this person on the podcast said, "Well, that was a false comparison." No, how was that how a was false that? comparison? That's not a false comparison at all. Because she would, because he his point of view was, well. She's saying you have to be gay to be able to talk about the gay people. Right. You're black, so you can say the N-word. No. I'm with you. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's not a false comparison. Exactly. If you yeah. look at it that way, both I just feel like there's something wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? You can watch Dave Chappelle back in the day on Comedy Central. They would need to try to bleep the word out. Yeah. They, nope. It would just be straight up. You, you know what I'm saying? It. So it's like, well, wait a minute. No, they would just say... You know the N word just just rampant, whatever, however right. context, hard er. There was a set. There was a uh, skit that they did called the Nigger Family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And, because it was a he, white family. He did. That <laughs> he kept calling it the N word to like yeah. say. He was like, I just want to say the word as many times as I possibly could. Right. And that's what. Yeah. <laughs> that was just it. Was, but when you look back at it. That was really kind of one of those like telltale, and I, and I got a feeling that that skit was made after the conversation about uh, the word. It's faggot. possible. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I think we went. I don't know. I think with this new development, um, you know, you got the uh, trans community, yeah, and you got uh, gay marriage on the brink of really being worldwide. Yeah, it pretty much is. And I think with these new movements, also came this negative. You can't say nothing about us. You can't talk. You can't. You know, and my thing was go after the really bigot people. Right, right. You know, you're attacking comics. Right. 
And um, but I wanted to ask you something too. This brings my next topic. Good segue. I was listening to Breakfast Club, right? And they had this segment where they had people call in and they can rant and just say whatever yeah. they want to say. I'm assuming it's a gay man. He calls in and he says he starts going on a rant about sex and gender. Okay. So I guess he wanted to make it clear about with the gay community what it meant so we're not so confused about trans and all these different terms, what your verb, anyway. He said sex is male or female, okay? Mm -hmm. That's what sex means. What sex are you, male or female? Right. But gender is how you feel and your features or how you you carry yourself and and such. Yeah. What do you... I'm going to get my opinion, but first, I want both of y'all's opinion on okay. that. How do you feel about that so here's, statement? Here's my thing. I'm, I understand why people say that, but until it's a scientific thing where they actually define it as that, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like they're right as far as sex. You know? And I think that's going to be the accepted you know, way of looking at it. Like, okay, sex is male and female, and then gender can be you know, fluid between, you know, uh, all types. I think right now they're, they're up to like 72 different gender I'm going to look up definition. Programs or uh, pronouns right now. I'm just kidding. Gender used to be male-female, you know, but now it's a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, now they're redefining what the, the term gender actually means. Um, well, gender, gender means, I looked up definition, either of the two sexes. Right. So male or female. Right. So they're saying gender is the same thing as sex. Basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what it is now. But I think that, that we're in the process as a society of redefining that, forcibly or not. Well, <laughs> it also says the term is also used more broadly to denote a range of identities that do not mm-hmm. correspond to established ideals right. of male and female. Right. So what that That's means it. is, so what that means is this word, back to the word holistically, I hate that word, <laughs> but this means holistically, and I guess oh, wow. <laughs> you can say in the gay community, yeah, you can say in the gay community as well, it is, um, it's an idea of what male or female is. So <clears throat> here's my thing. I don't necessarily have a problem with it yeah i mean i don't necessarily have a problem with it i think it's just the way that the gay community is trying to break it down to us to have us understand right so i guess they're saying um you know you could be transgender right you could be a male right now but if you're saying hey i'm actually a a girl yeah i was formerly a boy now i'm a girl your sex is a man, but your gender is a girl. Would that right. be fair to I, say? I think that could be. It's yeah. confusing. Yeah, it could be. It sounds confusing, but it, it that could be it. But but they would probably feel a way about that. They if would. you're because if you trans, see my thing is this, man. If you trans, if you transition to a woman, it's all good. You're a girl then, right? It's all good. I wouldn't say it what, is confusing because it gets deep, especially because I know. I knew it. Um, where well, I used to work at, I knew a a girl, but her pronoun was like them, they, them. Yeah, you know. The I don't like the pronoun stuff. stuff is, I don't yeah. like it because 
You have taken something well, that could have been simple thing, for us. It's made not it very for us difficult. to like. It's not to make it simple for us. It's how what they feel comfortable with, and they feel. Disrespected but not if you don't feel a way. But that's the thing. They if, they don't feel disrespected if you say it. You don't know. Right. But if they tell you, well, when you be like, and you still don't, you know, wait, we say fuck that. that. I can't but say I'm a horse, and then you motherfuckers don't call me a horse next week, and then I feel a way because I just told y'all I'm a fucking horse. You're I'm not a man. Uh, I can't get mad at you. That's kind of strange. Joe Rogan had Zuby on his podcast yesterday. Yeah, who? Zuby. So it's just this black guy, you know what I'm saying? He's, you know, as masculine as can be. He competed in this this weightlifting competition. And he said, uh, I'm I'm competing in this competition and I'm identifying today as a female. And he set like a record. In the weightlifting competition, yeah, because he I heard said it. he identified as a female, right? For that, for just for the competition, yeah. That type of stuff should not be. No, no, no. You know, it should be. Be. I'm gonna tell you why. <clears throat> let them, <clears throat> let them sort this out. That's what's gonna sort it out. Yeah. That's what's gonna get yeah. to the cr- to you the know crust. You're right. You're right. Make we sure need it. Get the chaos in there. Is that, sure. is so that, you, you need it so that it. we can get some perspective. Right. I'm not against you transitioning. Exactly. I just don't like these extra terms. And here's the crazy part. He just identified as a woman for that day. He's like, no, nah, I'm a male. I, I, that's I, what I I'm saying. saying. I that's everything. messed up. He's like, I but but I, I feel like if that's how somebody feels like doing it, I feel like we haven't, I don't, I feel like I don't have any place personally. I don't have any place. Like, unless I just fucking forget and I do it on accident, I'm not going to purposely call you something. If you want to be right. called, they, them whatever if I can remember which I tried to with them then I did it you know because that's what you'd prefer and it's not for me to like it's not for me to be like oh such a hassle it's so confusing to do this for you like you know it's just what you prefer and I'm like I said I'm really like pro happiness if that really makes you that much happier then cool I'm gonna do it because honestly everybody's not gonna like everybody's not gonna be happy with People not happy with nothing nowadays. They hate everything. They hate me and you. They hate our relationship. Yeah, People yeah, don't like yeah. interracial relationships. People don't even like black and black relationships. They black love. People don't. It's always going to be something for somebody not to like. And I don't have any time. And if honestly, if I can make your day by saying them or they or what you know, however, whatever you would like to go by. I'm going to do that. I'm going to respect your decision because it's not my decision. At the end right. of the day, it's not my decision. It's your decision how you choose to live your life. And I respect whatever you want to do. So, well, where do we, I don't know. Where, where do we draw the line? This, right. So I feel is, like if you let this continue with, uh, with these extra pronouns and nouns and stuff, then you're just going to always be offended because, you know, even people like me, I'm for... Like Amber said, I'm for love, man. Do what you want to do. You want to be a man, woman, whatever. I will. Right. If you're a lady, you're a lady. I respect that. I'll call you as such. But I don't understand all the other stuff. And I'm not gay, so I'm not going to dive into it because I don't need to use these terms daily. You don't have to dive into it. I don't but, think that's what they're so expecting. Then, yeah, but they kind of are if they're mm-hmm. offended by you not calling them they, them, and they, or whatever. Right. So if she say, is, yeah. if it, that's my thing. You have to, I think, if you want to be for... Uh, referred to as them day and all that good stuff. Okay, if this is your close friends and family, cool. 
But for the general public, you kind of got to try to get over that hump because everybody's not really going to know. I know. I'm saying. I'm just giving a situation. I don't think they're offended if you say, "Um, here you go, ma'am." I don't think they're going to be offended because you don't know. Yeah, but then they do. Some do get offended and make it such a big thing. That's a very small percentage. But if they come in contact with you and you talk to them on the regular, they are going to. They'll. That's why I said if they're close. Yeah, if they're like close, but for general purposes. For GP, most people on GP, you gotta kind of just most most people that go off pronouns stuff like that. They don't do that. They don't get. They're not too easily offended, from my experience. They're not easily offended with people that they know don't know. And actually, it wasn't even addressed to me until that person transferred to my department because I used to talk to them all the time at work. Yeah. And I'd be like, hey, I call her I a her. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I call her a her. I was whatever. Just up a toy. And I never. Mm-hmm spoke uh, you know i didn't say anything different we only talked in passing and she never corrected me until we started working closely and then she was like and it wasn't real she was like hey you know i don't know if you know anything about you know like you know gender pronouns and all that stuff da, da, da. And i was like well i don't know much about it but i respect it right. you know and she was like well you know what just you know since we you know we're gonna be working closely together i just want to let you know i prefer you know i go this is my gen- this is my pro this is how i identify this is what i prefer yeah. Ooh, okay. That's fine. Got yeah. you. Well, you do that. I mean, that's what I was looking up just now because I just um, one of uh, my my friends on Facebook, one of my new friends, is transgender on there, mm-hmm. and she literally, and she's like, just just say she, you know. But if you say he, this is the uh, I was looking for. Oh, she transitioned. Yeah, she transitioned. She's fully transitioned. Yeah, she's, now? she's fully transitioned. From a man to okay, a let woman. me see. Yeah. Yeah. So you you really oh you never know you would never know. Look Let at this, babe. Yeah, show him. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You yeah. never know. But a lot, a lot of the times you 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 never know. A lot of the times you won't know. That you brings have to have me. You won't know. Okay, here's a question for both of y'all, George. Uh, you can kind of you kind of tell them. You kind of tell. You can kind of tell there. Right. Um. I could see it, but you know, definitely feminine features, like for what she's trying to do. Right, but you know, but would she's you going have to transition, so she's. I think she's still was taking arms, hormones, and stuff. hormones and stuff like that. Would you um? Would you be with a trans woman? No. Okay, no. And, and that's just that's one of those scenarios. It's where like personal preference. That's your it's personal. personal preference I mean, that's your personal that, preference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and and that's and it's not that uh, you know I, I don't I have friends who are. For example, yeah, for you have friends, you know but relationship-wise, and, and it's not, it's no. not, it's not even about that. I think for me, it's more, you know, you you, you can't help who you fall in love with. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, I have friends. I have a friend of mine who actually fell in love with the guy with the with the uh, transgender, and he didn't even know until he, you know, started kind of investigating and stuff like yeah. that. And then he was like, "Oh my God, wait a minute," you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. and he started, you know, learning about it. It's not even about that. For me, it's just my preference. It's like, you know, yeah. if I say and you're that entitled I to your preference. Light-skinned girls or oh, we're dark skin. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's and you that's are kind you know, 100% not having really issues with people who do, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I heard the whole thing with Malik over this week where he was like, "Yeah, I'm attracted to transgender women." And it's like, "Okay, well, you know, that's that's fine, you know." My it's answer all about your is right. Yeah. I'm not I, I wouldn't say that, that, that I would say that she's she's pretty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, not would I date her? Probably not. Right. You know? My my thing is I don't know enough. I'm not against it because I I don't I've seen transgenders. They look just. I mean, yeah. you just don't. It's unparalleled. You don't know. You like, don't this know. This and, you really and that's don't. what I'm saying. In yeah. that situation, if she's that feminine, 
and looks like that, I'm not against it. <laughs> right. And I don't think that makes me gay. But I don't know enough either to say right. yay or nay. I, right. I'm just saying that I've seen transgendered. I'm like, damn, she looked good. So I'm, I don't know what that means. Right, right. But if she... I don't know enough. Like, I don't know what it feels like. I don't know what it looks like. I haven't seen enough. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that transitioning period works. So, I can't say yay or nay. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, I'm not in... But, like, you know, she would have to be, you know, of course, feminine. Like, I would have... Like, she's a full-blown woman because I'm into women. So, I don't know. That's your personal preference. That's okay. I don't care. But oh, you would either a way. Big deal out like of you it. would date some. Like, that's why I said I wanted to ask you because you like, know it's you women that kind of I could always yeah, of tell, course. but it's like you know. So but it's women that transition to men. You would. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So we we are a lot of light, babe. I don't. We are yeah, so I don't, much alike. I don't care. I don't have a preference because I'm open minded. I just gotta see what it's like. We probably wouldn't be sitting here together. I don't have a preference. Right. 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 Same. Same. Well, no, I do have a preference. I don't like men. Right. So I do have a preference. But I mean, my preference is men. I've seen tra- like Sydney Star. Yeah, Sydney Star. She looked good. That's a trans. She used to be a man. She's transgender. I don't know, bro. Look pretty good, like a woman to me. <laughs> but I ha- but I have to see what's up. Like I would at least give it a shot. Like talk to her, and then I'd be like, all right. When it come down to it, I gotta see what it's looking like. If it ain't look, right. I don't know. If it ain't if it ain't right, like. Right. I don't know. I'll probably be like, I can't do this. See, my my, my I don't know, but would, maybe I'm just saying that. I don't know. more about experience as far as, like, you know, relationship-wise. I feel like that would be kind of an awkward thing, at least for me. You know what I'm saying? I it think in the back be. of your mind. It may not be, but I would always be kind of like, oh, well, they I used, don't know. They did used I don't think that ever you ever get over that fact. That's why I said I I, I just mm-hmm. don't know. I'm a yay or nay because right. I don't know if that would play a factor down the road where I think she well, see, did used to be a man. Too, you she have just, to think about what if you're a man and you get with a girl you want to have kids. Well, that was the other thing. That's you can't have kids. You, can't, you, you have to really be in love with this person and really see a future and then adopt or whatever you exactly. gotta do that's but that's what i'm saying just to know that y'all can't have you can't go through the pro the not the process but the you know going to the appointments rubbing on the right. stomach at night like you can't do all that stuff so i must go ahead and stop i'm gonna go ahead and wrap mine up right now okay you wrap this up babe. i'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, go I'm ahead gonna do and an ad break this, and then we'll come back wrap the olive room up we'll go ahead and end that right now um but it's been fun and I'm going to have a lot. I, I, I've been putting together topics for the next episode in my head as we've been going. I've been making notes in my phone. So um, I'm going to go ahead and put more stuff together for the next episode. But I'm going to go ahead and cut it off here. Mm. All right. So I will see, see y'all next time. And thank y'all for listening to the Olive Room slash Sorry Not Sorry podcast. Hey. Dual podcast, you know. The dual. My booze podcast. Yeah. And check out Sorry Not Sorry podcast if you want to get part two to this conversation. Alright. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that yeah, I know I just forgot. That was your outro. That was the outro <laughs> to the Olive Room. Um, please go listen. Dopest shit. For real. You know what it is. Me and Gator Get Peter Baby. We we hope we, we also like guest stars. Yeah, we're getting wing stop after this. Yeah. Uh, Yo, have you had their fries? Oh, you know what? Let me get our 
our sponsor. It's not Wingstop, <laughs> but that's my segue. Let me get to my but sponsor. But y'all are listening and you work for Wingstop, and you, and you just want to sponsor some. We'll split some that wings thing three split. ways. Hey, just let us know. It's all Mango good. habanero. Hey, all right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Look, I want to give a shout out to the Anchor app, which is the home to my podcast. And listen, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. I mean, you guys hear how crisp my podcast sounds. That's thanks to Anchor. Listen, they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and many more. My podcast is on all platforms. Look, you can easily make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. I know how hard it is to get a podcast off the ground and you don't have a million listeners out the gate, but that's cool. Anchor's got you. Also, listen, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, we back, we back. So, uh, like I was saying... Um, this is not a sponsor or a shout out, um, but me and Amber are gonna have wing stop after this. Do you know what flavor you're gonna get? I'm gonna do. You know what? I'm so hungry. I might. I was thinking about doing them 15 wings. That, you I ain't like, that damn. I know. Now I was like, I'm not gonna eat them. But I'm thinking maybe I'll do five hot and five lemon pepper, and just keep it simple. Yeah. I want. I don't know yet, man. I I told you I'm gonna get hotter than hot. You need to figure it out though, because you don't want to always take the longest. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, it. Yes, you do. Hey, so I love the mango habanero. Oh, it's is it is it man, hot? It's though? good, man. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It is hot, like it's real hot. hot. I don't it's want hot, it to be man. real hot. It's hot, man. It's, uh, Korean is good too. Korean barbecue. Yeah. Well, I've been looking at Are that. you about the place to order now? No, I'm just looking on the menu to see what flavors they got. Well, we do want to place it when we leave so we can go straight and get it. Huh? Yeah, we are. We will. Yeah. I was looking at the... Uh, so you can go ahead and add it to your little cart and stuff like that. Add it to your cart. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm spinning this gum out. I'm already smacking. You say you're already smacking, dude? I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to combo. You are smacking. I know. I can't help it. You guys want to talk real quick? I don't want a combo, oh, yeah. though. I don't want the fries. I just want the wings. I want original 10-piece wing, lemon pepper, and hot. Yeah, that don't sound bad, actually. Damn. You know what? Good. Lemon pepper hot? Nah, man. I might get What five. size they got? I don't know, baby. You know, they got like a 6, 8, and 10 or some shit no, like that. No, I said sides. All right. Hold on. Sides and dips. Why are we doing this on the podcast? Right. We're not doing this on the podcast. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit what we're about to eat. We already went so far. Now I they want to know what okay. size. <laughs> no, they don't want to know. All I, I just wanted to know. let the people know what we about to eat, man. So That's everybody all. don't lie. Y'all vote on the side. Exactly. We we <laughs> I want to tell all the fans, all the listeners, please vote on the sides. They got fresh baked rolls, dips. Hot cheddar cheese sauce, veggie sticks, Cajun fried corn. <laughs> Yo, George don't walk off. Louisiana voodoo fries, cheese Ooh, fries. Ooh, cheese fries. I don't know, man. I'm getting the seasoned fries from uh, Can you get Buffalo fries? Ranch fries. Look at you now. Now you're talking about something. Oh, Holy shit. Now when you get them cheese fries, mm-hmm. can you get the seasoned on the cheese fries? I can don't you season know, the fries with the cheese on top? I don't know. You asking me some shit that I just don't know. Um, 
I just need to see these flavors. Anyways, man, let's get to next. That's not our location. All right, let's go. I don't. It doesn't matter. I was just trying to look up the flavors, babe. Why? <laughs> yo, we are torturing the listeners right now. Yeah, they're literally Jesus sitting there like, man, Christ. I want some wings, man. They're just sitting there like, we don't give a fuck what you about to eat, man. All <laughs> five of my you listeners. You gonna mix and match the boneless and the bone? No, man. I'm just checking flavors. That's it. I just want to look at the flavor. <laughs> Damn, I'm just picking stuff. Like, don't you get no bonus, please. All right, so they and have. Don't you fuss at me like that ever again. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you too. Dang. All right, I got hot. <clears throat> so they got hot, original, original hot. Then they got Cajun. I don't like Cajun. So does hey. Cajun? Does the what? <laughs> does the Cajun taste like Cajun sauce, or does it's, it mean it's hot? You know what? I've had it, and it's it's okay. You know what I'm what, saying? So the mango habanero, is it hot like? I can't take this shit hot. No, or, I like I like it a lot. I like it a whole I lot. I may do the mango habanero then. Then they got man, yeah, mango habanero. Um, yeah, they got hot. I don't know, man. I'm thinking about it. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. They so, don't got as many flavors as like the so hood wing places. The you know, they have like 20 they, flavors. I mean, babe. You got Atomic is number one. Mango habanero is two. Green is three. Yeah, Atomic. How, how does Atomic? I haven't had Atomic, but I've heard it's pretty, it's pretty hot. Okay. Mango habanero to me is pretty cool. It's just, oh, it's, it's not it's, too it's, hot. It's hot, but it's you know it's cool. It's all well, right. here's the thing: wing stops hot is three fire signs, right? And that it's not hot. You've had their hot. It tastes like medium or yeah. mild. Yeah. So if their mango habanero has four, I mm-hmm. imagine it's not that fucking hot. It's not that bad. No. Spicy Korean Q though, you said is really good. Yeah. I might gotta fuck with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I may get the uh, mango habanero with uh, lemon pepper on that motherfucker. I don't know. Does that well, sound weird? For the, I'm just yeah. hungry as fuck. All right, let's see what our next topic well, then, is, let's man. Come on, let's move this along. So All right. <laughs> you seen that? <laughs> you seen that meme where uh, is <laughs> where SpongeBob keeps saying "I"? Right, yeah. Man. All right. I'm about to hit out. <laughs> yeah. So they had one where SpongeBob. <laughs> so I I don't know who walks in. Squid, I don't know what the fuck his name is, but he walks in and he goes, just, no, Spongebob goes, just, if you talk to somebody, just tell me you talk to somebody. And then they go, all right, I talked to somebody. And then Spongebob starts to get up and says, all right, I'm going to beat your ass. Right. (laughs) Why do we do that? (laughs) That was my topic. (laughs) Amber's looking at me. She's like, what? I'm just like, this is a topic. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. So here's here's the thing. Amber just looked at me like this is a waste of fucking time. So here's the thing with that though. Why if do we do? Why do we get convince them, trick them into saying they right. talk to somebody? No, because you gotta say whatever you gotta say to make them say what they need to say, which is what you need to hear in order to validate that ass whooping they about to get. But why do I gotta beat your ass now? I, I'm asking. Listen, women love to do this. Women more than anything. I think women do. Women love to ask for what they really don't want to know. But you know what? Women will beg you to tell them that you don't want to be with them anymore. Not just women, it's men too. Men do not. I don't beg no fucking body to ask to tell me. Men do too. Because they be like, if I don't want to just tell me, just tell me, you tell them, then they don't want to talk to your ass. (laughs) You know, it ain't just them women. You know what? I can't lie. I've been there. It's women and men. They might not say it like that. They might not be like, just tell me. I won't get mad. They might not say it like that, but they all do that shit too. Yeah, Psychologically, why do we want to hear that shit? Why do because we want to hear that psychologically, you're, you're, you're told that you want to know the truth. You want to know the truth. But sometimes you don't want to fucking know the truth. And right. the thing is, it doesn't even matter to me 
If I know it or not. If I can't trust your ass not like you're doing exactly. some shit, then I don't even need the truth. Right, right, right. If I can't trust you, then I've already assumed what I believe and is true. Anyway. We're already you know? fucked. <laughs> right, exactly. Already fucked. I've been in that scenario before. As a matter of fact, that's why you. That's when you see men and women start checking phones and doing stuff like yep. that. And yeah, we got to get that for. See, here's the thing. Some people are just paranoid as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I know we addressed this on Amber's podcast, The Olive Room. Listen to it weekly on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. But on her, <laughs> on hers, we addressed this. Right. And we said that it, you shouldn't go through people's phone if you got to go through people's phone relationship over. You probably. But yeah. some people are just paranoid. Yeah, some people are paranoid. They just, like, that though, man. like I told, remember I told you about the girl that says she goes in the dude's phone yeah. twice a year just to make sure. Right. That's paranoid. You know what? I think this could all be avoided. All that could be avoided. It, and this is the thing. Everyone, I tell DJ I want it. He knows I want this because I'm not too shy to say what I need. Everyone needs reassurance in their yeah, relationship. That's definite. That's and definite. if you ain't giving it to them, that's going to cause them to be like, damn. People always are insecure. You yeah. know, they be like, dang, do they feel the same way? You've been in a relationship for like 10 years. They still feel the same way. They still feel the same way. Give 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 the people you're with reassurance. Exactly. Let you them know, know you still feel the same way. Especially if you're not the type of person to go out and, you know, get them flowers because it's Wednesday. Or right. just do, if you're not the type of person that's going to do those little things for them, right. they especially need reassurance. Exactly. And that falls on men more than it falls on women. But I will say this. Women don't too, think, though. yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't think that men don't need that reassurance. If you decide sure. that you know, oh, we're not gonna have sex, or you decide that, oh, I got him sold up or whatever, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cook, or I'm not gonna do da da da. It's different if you try to do it as a team. But I'm just saying, in a scenario where it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, he doesn't need to be reassured that he's handsome, or I he doesn't need to be reassured, right? People need that, re- and not not saying that their pride is you know yeah. low or they're yeah. you know they're insecure about themselves. But it feels good to people. It's just a you know need. what I'm saying? Dr. Oswald like, mentions that. Harper's learning to potty train and she sits on the toilet. She sits on that damn toilet. She doesn't even pee. She sits on that shit in the whole house. Yay! Because you mm-hmm. sit on the damn toilet. Yeah. Everybody needs reassurance. Kids need that yeah. shit a whole hell of a lot. And also, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you both need that. Yeah, exactly. You need that reassurance. And you shouldn't be embarrassed to ask for it if you're not getting it. Just like, hey, every now and then. It'd be nice. I don't know who you're with. If they're an adult and they've been in relationships, they should know reassurance is nice to have and also right. nice to give in return. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't have to say it. But if you got to say it once, maybe it'd be nice to be something to stick with them. Everyone needs reassurance. Now, one time, sometimes, and I think we mentioned this on the podcast before, sometimes guys have, and women do it too, we have a tendency to ask for reassurance, but it's not in a like a direct way. Yeah. Like, remember we were talking about the scenario where you were like, you know, saying, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm just that dude, I ain't blah, blah, blah. You were expecting her to say, like, oh, no, to be baby, like, no, you, baby, yeah, yeah, baby, you good, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she ain't saying, and that just is like, like, fuck, why she ain't saying yeah. that shit? Well, we're you know? dealing with a lot of you should know ass people. Right. Yeah. You right. should know. Sometimes right. people you don't should know. know. You have to tell mm-hmm. people things. Like, you, and that's when we, well, I think we talked about that too last time. We talked about, like, you have to tell people sexually, but I like this, I don't like that. Right. Not just sexually. Communication is key in all parts of a relationship. Yeah. You got to tell people sometimes. Like, 
maybe they're not, they maybe they've never been in a relationship where they needed to give the other person reassurance. Maybe the other person didn't give a fuck and they didn't right, care exactly. and they didn't need the reassurance. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, by the way, just just a FYI, I think I'm gonna make that gum a sponsor for the show. I can tell, like, what y'all choose? Like, what you? <laughs> they why, gotta why, cut that check. Watch though. when you listen that listen to this this whole little segment yeah. back. You can they tell gotta the cut that check. Though. Yeah, they do, huh? We're not spot. So neural no. Gum. You gotta cut that check. Cut the check. Zero gun. <laughs> Reach out, man. We were we taking all. Okay, so I want to get political real quick. Got, got it. Oh, you know that's Are you ready, bad. George? Oh, I know oh, this is your oh, shit. This oh, your bag. Oh, oh, get in your bag, George. Oh, 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 get in your bag, George. Amber, get in the bag. Oh, Babe, get the, in the bag. What's the what's the what Walmart said. Oh, yeah, their policy. According to New York Times. See, I do my research before I bring up some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. According to New York Times, Walmart said that after selling through our current inventory commitments, which could take several weeks, they would stop selling certain short barrel rifle ammunition and all handgun ammunition. Mm-hmm. George, what's up, man? Here's why they're doing it, and there's gonna. Be I, I know whole, why they're doing it. There's gonna be a whole political spin this. on this thing to be like, oh, it's because you know Walmart is looking out for the safety of their you know consumers. They don't want to be a part of all of the things that are going on with gun violence and blah blah blah. No. The reason why Walmart is doing this is because they don't want to get their ass sued because there are reports right now going on that. There's a possibility that Walmart will get sued for that scenario that happened in the El Paso. Last shootout. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So this is a Walmart is affected directly from exactly. this from from this attack. But here's the thing, George. Let me highlight this. Let oh, me yeah. say this again. After selling through our current inventory commitments. Mm-hmm. Listen. Which could take several weeks. Right, it don't take they, Okay. They would stop selling certain short barrel rifle yeah. ammunition yeah. and right. all handgun ammunition. They didn't right. say they're gonna they stop didn't selling say guns. They didn't say stop selling the guns. They also exactly. said, take note of this. After selling through our current inventory commitments, hey, we selling this shit. We hey. getting it off. Hey. Once we get it off, which could take. Several they're weeks. Gonna they're gonna take longer than that. Gonna t- they're gonna sell, just not ammunition. Um, the show. No, they're also gonna sell the ammunition for hunting. Yeah. Right. They're still so, gonna sell the hunting okay. ammunition. Okay. Amber, you work the supply chain. I work yes. the supply chain. The commitment they're talking about, it's not a couple of weeks. They said supply several. Chain, weeks. Exactly. Supply That's my chain point. Is going to be you order five, six months in advance. It'd be about three or four or five. So it's years. gonna be at least a year for, before for they sell. No, no, no. Think about it. That's a lot of fucking inventory. We're talking about Walmart right. worldwide. Right, if y'all need ammunition, y'all better look for the rollback. Cause it's coming. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. That's probably why they're going to sell through it quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to they pop know. Announcing this, they're going to sell through it quicker. People are going to go buy it up. So they're going to they're they're sell through it quicker. But yes, you And they're going to make more money in mm-hmm. the meantime for doing it. Well, but listen. Walmart could be smart. They could be purchasing. Sometimes you don't want to purchase... If it's something that's not going, that's not like in a tariff situation or anything yeah. like that, you don't want to purchase too much. You might want right. to get out of it and switch to something different or try right. it. Maybe they didn't 
do that. Or, you know, maybe they haven't purchased again for the next fiscal right. year. Right, because most of It those, could be anything. Most of the ammunition manufacturers are going to be uh, continental. They're going to be stateside. So, you know, and That's I, what this I'm was saying. something so that they, they were importing, then it wouldn't be a big a deal. So they probably do have shorter spans as far so as, like, order, order, yeah. um, order purchase orders. But, yeah, they'll, now, they'll, they'll have it out in the next year at the, the max, yeah. though. Now, now Walmart. Walmart, I'm talking to you as a whole, okay? Holistically, hate that fucking word. Hey, you know you use. Let me just say this, Walmart. You already have a negative connotation next, if that's a fucking word, next to your company. Yep. People have already been noted uh, of buying guns from your store. To commit mass shooting. Before this last shooting, it's been like that. Exactly. Listen, they were. You're already looked at as a company who sells guns that nobody understands why the fuck you're even doing it. So that let's just get that out there. I'm not saying that's a. Actually, I am saying that. That's kind of a negative connotation already. You have an asterisk. Why the fuck are you selling weaponry? It it, it doesn't make any sense. And you have. Not on purpose, but unbeknownst to you, you have been contributing to this shit that's going on. Because these motherfuckers can walk right in your store and buy a gun from you. So here's the thing. You made a statement to New York Times, because it's on the website, I'm reading it. You've made a statement to say that you're going to run through your, your inventory. This is basically what you said. I'm not dumb. Okay, Let, yeah. we're, None of yeah. us are dumb. Let's just put it how it is. Hey, we're going to finish selling what we got. Okay, y'all not finna make us lose no money. Okay, we're Walmart. I'm gonna sell what we got. But then after that, to make us look like we trying to do something, we just not gonna sell ammunition like that. Right. On certain stuff. Right. So, so Walmart, cut the shit, man. Mm -hmm. You keep doing what you're doing. If you're not willing to eliminate the whole fucking production of weaponry to try to get that off your name... Then I don't give a fuck what you're trying right. to do. And like I, said, I don't give a fuck about this. Exactly. It's not. It's not I just don't. About, they they don't even care about that scenario. The only thing they care about is the fact that they feel like they're going to get sued because they don't have the security in place at those particular WalMarts. There's video of this guy just walking in, walking past Walmart employees with this freaking rifle out, just like, oh, okay, just like this you know is why? They thought day. he was going to exchange it. Yeah. The motherfucker sell yeah. the gun that he had. Right. Right. They sell it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just don't. I don't give a fuck about this statement. Right. Do exactly. you? Does exactly. it mean anything it to mean, you? It doesn't mean anything as a whole because it's not going to stop anything that's going on. And neither yeah. will any. Let me make no. this clear. Neither will anyone that's selling guns mm-hmm. stop this. Mm-hmm. It's not going to stop because. If you can't get it in the stores, you just buy it off the street. Exactly. It'll never. This See, is the thing. It'll, that's one of the things I try to it tell won't people, stop. and they don't really get it. Well, it's I, the gun control gurus. It's the yeah. people that feel as though they got the answer, but no one has the answer to gun control. Right. I call me crazy. I told you I'm not a huge fan of Trump, but Trump said it's mental health. I kind of agree with I this agree. man. I, I think agree. that it's not a gun control issue. <laughs> it's you. a mental you. Bless you. It's a mental health issue in America. It really is a mental these health me, issue. These man. people have major problems. And if you doubt that, do you do you know anyone that would run up in a a, a, a school and shoot a bunch of children? 
that's that's mentally sane. And if you did no. know someone like that, wouldn't you call him crazy? Right, exactly. And I hate to use the word crazy because I'm a big mental health advocate, mm-hmm. and I hate calling people crazy. I don't mean it like that. Right. But I, but you know, you would look at that person and say, "There's something fucking well. wrong They're with this person. Well. They're not well. You can't be." Right, exactly. If you decide you want to take kids' lives, and you want to take anyone's anyone lives, in a no mass one's sense, done to you in a mass sense, exactly. Then you're not well. It doesn't matter. I know people right now. I think I told you about a friend of mine down there in uh, Denham Springs, Louisiana, who's got probably about a stockpile of 250 weapons. I'm talking about assault rifles, things like that. He's got an underground bunker. He's like a doomsday prepper. He's got all of these things. Like, dude, if if the zombie apocalypse ever comes, I'm heading straight there, dude. So, you know, if any apocalypse comes, I'm going straight there. Okay, that's yours. I know, right? So, here's the thing, though. I mean, he's got all of these things, but he's a tax-paying American that has no issues, never been in trouble with the law, never did any of those things. If the guns were the problem, then you would have an issue with somebody like that. No. Half the people that I know that have killed people, and I know people who are in jail right now for life that have killed people. Half of those people didn't go to Walmart, didn't go to the pawn shop and buy their pistol. They went to Clyde the or street boy around the street and said, man, look, I need this piece, man. Look, I got 150 bucks. Call go ahead and get it. Call Brooke. Call Brooke. Exactly. And he going to get that, and you, you cool. So it's not, listen, let, let's be clear. I'm not saying I have the answers. You know me. I'm mm-hmm. solution-based. I've mm-hmm. always said that. I am. Sol- I don't like complaining about shit if I can't offer some kind of... So right, right. I don't have a solution. Right. But what I'm saying is the mental health makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It could start it, it, it is. there. It, that's, the, that's the start. Let that's me say really another start. thing. I will say this, though. If I'm going online, I'm nobody. I'm not a military personnel. I'm not a police officer. I'm a regular civilian, and I go online online. to Mm Walmart.com, and I go into their inventory, and I order an AK-47, six rounds, a grenade, three handguns, (laughs) four four boxes of ammunition. Why the fuck aren't you checking me? Why doesn't that get flagged? Right. Why is no one one at least sending me an email, sir? You have ordered a lot of ammunition. (laughs) Right. We're just... We're concerned. Are you military personnel? If you are, can you provide your ID? I'm sorry. You know, but you know what it is? It's this fucking constitution bullshit, right? To bear arms. Motherfuckers don't want to be asked questions. Don't fucking ask me why I bought nine AK-47s. You're violating my rights. But we violate motherfuckers' rights every day. Right. Right. Officers getting off every day for killing people. I'm not trying to say this is a comparison, but I'm just giving you an example of shit that's against the fucking law. Right. That we have looked over, let the shit ride. So what's the problem with just checking people? You know what's scary? Isn't the gov- doesn't the government have tabs on us anyway? Yeah, they do. Dude, if I could, our phones are listening to us, we can sit there. If I can sit here and have a conversation with you about, oh man, you know, I just I heard Bluebell has a new flavor, blah 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 blah. And mark my word, ten minutes from now, it's going to be popping up. Bluebell's Try Bluebell, right? Exactly. Buy two, get if one they free. Do that, then you know they're listening to every single cover, and and there are some scenarios where they don't say it, of course, publicly. But they they busted people just by listening to their conversations and everything. And it's like, okay, I get it. But I mean, dude, you could go online right now and look up the instructions on how to three D print a pistol. That's crazy. Listen, you that, doesn't you you can buy crazy. a three D printer. I know for like nothing. I know. Now, you know well. 
in, in comparison, nothing. Yeah. You know, there was a guy that was I was locking online. He's like making three D pistols, like three D nine millimeter Glocks with with scopes and all that kind of stuff. And he's literally he invested the initial. I think it was. Um, like fifteen thousand dollars in the three D printer and the materials, and he could like produce. He's like produce like five, six, seven, eight of them, and he could do it. There's nothing stopping him from manufacturing guns for people out on the street, you know. So yeah. that, that if people want to do what they want to do, there's no way you can stop them. They there's there's instructions right now online where you can build bombs and stuff like that. Oh, I can't get a gun. Hell, in in Europe, uh, was it last year? They, they busted a guy because he was going around, literally, he stabbed and killed nine people in like a 20-minute period just going around, <clears throat> just going around just stabbing people. That's crazy. Because he, he couldn't get his hands on a gun. So, okay, yeah, you stab people, you still kill nine people. That's not, oh, well, you know, if we take away the guns, that'll solve this problem. No, it's a mental health thing. And These people yeah, are We nuts. need checks and balances. And My thing is, if you if you're... It, it is a mental health thing because if you want to do harm to others or to yourself, there's a million other ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can, for instance, what does somebody do? Drive their car on a curb and right. hit hella people. Yeah, there was a guy in U-Haul last year who did yeah. that. Who just, a, yeah, yeah I can drive my car. I mean, I can do, there's a lot of things I can do. Like you said, I can get a knife, you know. I could walk down the street and just straight punch right. people and beat people. I mean, I, there's a lot of things you can do if you are trying to hurt yourself or others. Right. And <clears throat> my thing is this. The media has been doing a pretty good job of not um, uh, advertising the killer. You know how we used to like well, give them a know, lot of shine? It was weird. They that haven't been doing last that. Issue. They don't know who the that guy. Last one. Yeah, I, I haven't been But that, that's for a purpose because you know, these people don't by that, right? They well, the people are doing the people that are committing the mass shootings are doing it for attention. Exactly. They and feel I, like I nobody gives a fuck about I love it. We would just said their their police department, but they were like, we're not releasing the name. Exactly. You know, Philip DeFranco is somebody I listen to a lot. You know his podcast and everything. His um his updated um his show on YouTube every day. He makes a point not to mention the name of people who you know do these mass shootings because he feels like that's giving them exactly what exactly. they want. You're you know? not getting no shine so, for this. But the, the police department there got a lot of flack because they felt like, oh, you don't want to identify this person because he was a white person. That's what you No, it's not even about that. You know, it's about the fact that we don't want to give these people shine. You know, that's because it. that's what they're looking for. That's you it. Know? So now it's, it's starting to turn to where we want to know all the information. We want to know this and this and that. I mean, I understand you want to know info, but that's what they want. Yeah. They want that notoriety. And that, yeah. that, that's what I feel like we're going in a good direction there. I think that that may stop someone in their tracks. Yeah. They're thinking I about think it to so. say, well, this is not going to get me no kind of the attention I want. Because right. they feel like nobody cares about them. Everybody hates me. Nobody exactly. likes me. Nobody ever talks to me. So now they're going to fucking know. Right. No, they're not going to know who the fuck you are. Okay? So you can find another way to let that sh- Like Dave Spell said. Tell the motherfucker to skip school if he's being... If right. school is... He said, if you get bullied in school, have you tried skipping? Have you tried drugs? You tried I don't know. Drugs? Try it out. Have you tried drugs? Try, hey, man, for real. Drop the fuck... Drop out of school. You know be what? A, be a deadbeat before you be a fucking murderer. Be a piece of shit before you be a murderer. Like, don't be a piece of shit, man. Like, fucking drop out then. I'd rather you that than kill my fucking kid. Exactly. We're gonna... We're, if we're, you hate school that much, I'm with Deja Exactly. Man. We're gonna do a whole, like... 
deep dive. Analysis yeah, on of that course, we could do that. We could and, do that. And, and the reason why I say that is because he says so many things in there that are that are topical that 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 really are things that are say that he's saying that people are afraid to say or don't want to say. Yeah. and that's one of the things that he says in there that people have to think about. Nowadays, mm-hmm. people are so craved for that attention that. Yeah, you know, back in the day, I don't want to go to school, man. Man, man, pass the blunt, bro. Let's, let's, you know, let's skip school. Let's do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's go down to Popeye's, bro. You know, but <coughs> bless you. I'm not saying this because, you know, we had a Popeye's down the street from my, my high school. Yeah. Let's go to Popeye's, bro. Go blunt. Let's go, bro. I don't want to go to school. Now it's like, these people are picking on me. I hate this shit. I'm going to kill everybody. My name's going to be on the news. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and but I, they get that notoriety. Yeah, and my thing, let me and I want just one more thing touching on the uh the gun control yeah. thing. One more thing. If the IRS can ask me to provide them all my financial doc this is private information. This is they yeah. want to know how much I make. They can also put me in jail and take my money. Right. If the IRS is able to do that. I think we can find a loophole where we can tag some things get flagged when motherfuckers go online asking for an AR-15 right. with a fucking scope right. and a vest mm-hmm. and all black right. outfit and, right. <laughs> and and start Googling how to kill people and bullshit like, and exactly. crazy shit like that. I exactly. think they can be flagged. We're already monitored. You motherfuckers are watching us. Let let's work on that first. Hey, here's the now scary let, part. let's let's dress and then let's dress mental health. But here's, that's all I want to say about the that. Scary part, just to put it on the viewers' minds and the listeners' minds. What if they already have? What if they're already because they they hear everything we're talking about? What if they're listening to it and they're just not giving a fuck? That's a conspiracy into, thing. What if it plays into an agenda? What here's my thing though. You know what I'm saying? The only agenda I could think of, if we're talking conspiracies, is uh, population control. You know, making yeah. sure that these things must take place in order for us to regulate population. Fear? Or, yeah, or this could be a big plot to take away guns. Because they could say, look what keeps happening. Exactly. We need to come get your guns. And that's when the hillbillies start freaking out. Exactly. You ain't going to take my goddamn my goddamn guns. Right. And it could be something just that. But know. Dave Chappelle said something else. He said, give. He said, y'all know what y'all need to do. Black people. Go get your gun license. Go get a gun. Yeah. He, he said did. some real ass shit. Bruh. He said, then they'll look at it like a big thing. When black people got guns. Bruh, Killer Mike, man, is a big proponent of that. Like, if you ever listen to a lot of the stuff that he puts out there, yeah. Killer Mike, man, is 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 an educated black man, strong. He, yeah, he's a, he Killer Mike's an in, activist. Yeah, he's an activist, man. He believes in, you know, um, black people being, you know, and not just black people, but the community, you know, having arms and knowing how to use the arms and being self-sufficient and knowing how to farm, knowing how to hunt, knowing how to do all those things. And that's something that you don't see a lot in our community. Somebody who's like, hey, look, yeah, we need to have guns. We need to have these things, you know, and be so outspoken about it. You know, I mean, that's that's the opposite of what you see a lot with the, um, I say, more liberal agenda. You know, more, you know, when you think of liberal, he's a liberal guy. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's one of those people that I, that I, that I, that I label as being common sense. 
Like, you know, I'm not picking you because you're a Democrat. I'm not picking you because you're a Republican. I'm picking you because what you say makes sense to me as far as, you know, resolving issues that we have in our society right now. Now, here's my thing. You know, we just have sleazy politicians. We do. You know, that's the word that is attached to the word politician. Yeah, we net we very. That's why Obama was so loved. I, I'm not saying that Obama did a whole lot for. I don't believe that Obama was the best president. Like in terms of doing things for black people, I, advancing. I that, told you. I, no, no, I know. That's how I feel. Yeah. But, 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 but he's no, a great I, I guy. Agree with a lot of stuff. He's yeah. a great guy. Man, cult of I really like Obama. But there was a <clears throat> there was a certain realness about him. Granted, I coolness. That's what. It. Yeah, it was something about him that you could resonate with. But my thing was, I have yet see the only <laughs> the only activists and politicians that are real and that really want to get shit done. They kill them. JFK, Martin uh, Martin Luther King. Malcolm X, think about that. Where? Now, I think that was in the past. Now, what they do who, is they when, ostracize. Yeah, exactly. And it's like this, man. Like Bernie Sanders being so, an independent. So, let, me, let me tell you something. Bernie Sanders, I, I love Bernie. I love a lot of things that he represents. But you know what a big issue with Bernie Sanders is? Is that he should not be coattailing to the Democratic Party. Especially after what they did in that last election. You know what they did to him in that last election? Yeah. I mean, the, the literally... <laughs> they blocked him the out. The Clintons they totally pushed him, him out. Yeah, of course. And, and that's why people always say, well, you know, Trump won because, you know, people are racist. No, Trump won because people looked at Hillary Clinton and was like, you know, I feel kind of icky. Better of the lesser evil. Right, exactly. Lesser I feel icky voting for her because she... I will never forget what she did to Obama. And, I'm not, and I was yeah. not the biggest Obama fan. Yeah. It was this big thing where I will never forget all this stuff about Jeremiah Wright mm-hmm. and all those things that came up about Obama yeah. being his birther thing. Everybody blames the birther yeah, thing that's on the crazy. Trump yeah. people. Yeah. No, that was something that was spread by Hillary Clinton's campaign back then. But nobody's... Here's my thing, though. No one's... I don't know if we'll ever see an independent be president. Because people no. want to pick sides. They want exactly. something to be against. Exactly. People want to hate something. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Republican, you hate Democrats. Right. You're Dem- so, if you, so to vote for an independent would be to say that you're open for anything that's going to be a solution. And motherfuckers don't really want solutions. No, they, they want don't. to complain. They want to complain. Because an independent makes so much sense. Right. Because, <clears throat> of course, I have to know what your policies are. But as an independent, you're saying, technically... I believe in what I believe in, and I won't allow these parties to uh, influence me. Exactly. So if I'm for abortion, I can also be for women's rights. Well, so or now, I can also, now you get what a, I mean? Yeah, for now example, if you're on a team, or not against you me. have to be for everything on you the have, team. Yeah, I can go green. I can want to go green. But I can also be a conservative because I don't want to spend a bunch of money exactly. on this. But you can't do you that. Can't do that. You can't do that. Because a motherfucker going to be like, nope, too conflicting, can't do it. Exactly. I got to pick a side. I got to hate somebody. Exactly. And, that, and that's so that's sad, why man. I love Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is my, my, I hear, my, I'm hearing, my... I'm hearing her name um, ring a lot. Man, Tulsi Gabbard is uh, a veteran. 
You know what I'm saying? She, you know, from the state of Hawaii, she has some ex- extremely, you know, social progressive viewpoints, but fiscally, she's more conservative than a lot of these people are. She's not about us getting into wars that are un, you know, unprofitable. You know, not unprofitable, but don't make any sense really for us to be in unnecessary wars. And she has more frontline experience of it because she actually fought in these wars. She knows the, 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 the street level side of a lot of the things that are going on. Uh, Andrew Yang, I look at him and I wonder if he's not the perfect like vice president for somebody. Because Andrew Yang supports UBI. And like UBI, for anybody who doesn't know, is uh, universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Um, so universal basic income is basically like they're going to give you a stipend, which works in certain states. Uh, Alaska right now has universal basic income, where if you stay in Alaska, you get a thousand dollars stipend. Well, I think it's thousand dollars. Samantha, you might check me on this because she's a, uh, one of my followers. She actually a friend of mine way back. She lives in Alaska. Um, Ain't this one. Yeah. Oh, wait, my back. Okay, I was pointing today. But I should point right here. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, just to kind of fact check me on that, I think it's like $1,000 a month uh, for just universal basic income that they do all that they basically uh, support from like oil money that they make. Um, Andrew Yang is basically pushing universal basic income for everyone. Uh, basically, that would take care of your rent. Basically, and yeah. then you know, so you don't have to work as many hours. It's, you know, offers a better quality of life for people. Probably more money to spend because you have your basic needs taken care of. Yeah. The only issue with that scenario is that it costs money. It does cost a lot of money to support that. So, well, I, I do. I I will say this. That sounds that sounds cool. That yeah. sounds like something I can get behind. But my thing is this: we've put ourselves in such a hole. Because yeah. of how we run our government. Yeah. And we've never, we don't, it takes so much to be able to tweak the Constitution to change something. Yeah. And it would take even more to change our system mm-hmm. where, you know, the president essentially has way less control than we really think that they right, have. Exactly. Where when exactly. People, remember when they had that running joke of gas prices high? It was yeah. Obama. Remember when Obama was mm-hmm. president? Gas price high. Damn Obama. Yeah. No, it's this. It's is, the same thing with Bush. Yeah, same thing, Bush. Bush. And, and my thing is, you know, we have you have to go through so much. The president has to go through so much just to get something to happen. Right. You know, uh, look, Trump can say the most irate shit, and he does say the craziest shit. None of that stuff. You have to worry because he has to go through the Senate. Then he's got to, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, got to go through Congress. And then, like him or hate him, though, he's got the most stuff done. Of, and this is he says this, and he's so boastful with it. My administration has done more in the first year than any other administration in the history of the country. The sad part is that he's not lying. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and that's <laughs> I mean, why as far as I told like you the policies and stuff like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I told you how I felt about that situation. I brought up the Chicago thing when he yeah. went to Chicago. And he tried to make something happen. You know, yeah. somebody asked a question. He said, you know him? Can I sit down with him? Like, he yeah. tried to get shit done. Right, exactly. But like I said, he's just ignorant. He's not. He's ignorant to politics. He's <laughs> right. not a politician. That's the thing. He's ignorant to and politics. And that's why I said. And not also, that he's just stupid. He's yes. ignorant to politics. And the people that support Trump are mostly 
holistically the word <laughs> racist. That's what I told mo- you my I issues majority, are. I think a lot of people supported Trump because they were trying to get some sort of change. Yeah, but also, but Trump is benefiting from Ooh. the racism that's that's being thrown that, his way. I will admit, I will I'll agree with. And that's my thing. That's what I, have, I take issue on. with. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of what's going on. He knows that, and because he knows that, he doesn't speak against certain things as as strongly as he probably needs to. You know, to be honest. Trump would be perfect if he just decided, I'm not going to use Twitter. I'm just going to just do policies and all that kind of stuff, and that'd be fine. You know, if he just stop talking, do that. If he stop talking, just if he stop talking, stop talking. Because some things that he does, yeah, are actually, and the black community is going to be kind of weirded out by this. Some of the things that he talks about doing are not necessarily bad for the black community at all. You know. they think Dave Chappelle said it. It's like, what what you gonna do if Trump gets uh, reelected? And he's like, I'm gonna enjoy my tax break. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I just think that um, I, you know, he needs to go. The Don't people that he needs yeah, to go. the people that support him, you know, it's not whatever's going on. This whole racial tension shit behind him. It's not all the people that support him. I. It's not. But it's a lot, it's, and it's I say he. I do. I will say he benefits from that because he has yet to speak out and say, "Hey, man, I'm not cool with this stuff you guys are doing. Right. I'm not fucking racist. I can't help who vote for me. You have yet to say anything like that, so I am forced to believe that. Yeah. And like I said, everybody had point of views. I said I'm not really a fan of him. He's not a fucking politician. I've said that. He's this like, man is not should, should never been president. But he's trying to get shit done, and I can respect that. He is. Yeah. Now, um, that being said, too, you know, there's a lot of people who are out there who actually do support him who are not racist and who are not, I believe you know, that. And, and I think, like I said, this, but remember what we said a little while ago about choosing sides? I think the media has a really big part. Oh, they play in, a big part. So, CNN, if you look at CNN right now, the majority of the shows on CNN are not news shows. The majority of the shows are basically opinion shows. You know, you go anywhere from, you know, Chris Cuomo to Don Lemon and all these people, they're not reporting news. They're giving their opinion on news. This is confusing to a lot of people because they rely on CNN for actual factual news. I thought I had when I was driving to Uber last year, I talked to a, a journalist. And she was telling me that she doesn't watch Fox. She doesn't watch CNN for news anymore. She doesn't do that. She said she gets her news from New Zealand. And I was like, what? So like, yeah, I get my news from New Zealand because they're unbiased. They're going to actually just give they're me the They're going to give a story. Yeah, they're not trying to spin it in any way. Yeah, they're that's... going to give me the facts that's of a big what's issue. actually going on. She's like, if you look at CNN, every single piece, and she's like, I work for them. Every single piece of the news that they present is spun. To us, you know, to, to give to, to make the public give a certain opinion, and the reason why or think something, and the reason why is because news doesn't sell anymore. And when she said that, I kind of thought about it. Like news doesn't sell. She's like, it's not the news that people are buying. You could go online right now and get the facts. 
What they're doing is they're trying to get an audience. Well, there's a demographic, though, because my right. grandparents still wake up every morning, turn right. on the news. They old school. That's how it used there's to be. There's a demographic for yeah. that. The young people, I don't watch the news. I don't know anyone my age that watches. Do you watch the news, babe? Yes, I do. Remember every morning. Okay, so Amber watches the news, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know anybody my age that's waking up, turning on the TV. Me, I get my news through social media, Facebook, that's Instagram, the and then I do my research. That's the thing. Everybody does that now. That's the way that because it's the easier way to do it, and it's the easiest way to digest it. Yeah, I've seen stories on like I, I turn on Fox News, uh, not the Fox News Network. But I turn on, you know, um, Channel 5 in the morning. Me and, too. you know, and what they do is they talk about the news, but they don't put any spin on it. So they'll announce that the president is heading to, to North Korea for a summit with Kim Jong-un to discuss policies. Mm-hmm. If I turn it on CNN, they'll run the same story, but they'll say the president... Is kowtowing again to the North Korean dictator by meeting him in his country. Yeah, it's not like stating the facts. Right, exactly. Or and just it's, it's giving the story. If you go to Fox, it's like, oh, well, the president is once again showing his, you know, exemplary leadership by going to North Korea on their terms. And it's so messy. it's just so yeah. much BS. So I started to think about it. You know, maybe she has a point. Getting her news from New Zealand... They're an outside party. There's no bias. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. And, you know, so I was like, maybe that makes sense. That does make sense. You know, it, it really does. But I think that also has, and the media will never admit this, all these mass shootings and all those things like that, I think the media does have a part to play in those things. Because I believe, not only just by reporting the names of these yeah. people and giving them notoriety, but I believe that the media currently is like whipping the public into like a froth. Like they're like, you know, you look at CNN and you watch Don Lemon, just the expressions he makes. When the president says something and he deems it stupid, like, <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, just something. Right. I, I just can't believe this. It's I mean, like it's overstepping just, it, right. your boundaries as a reporter. Right. All right. right. Well, um, I'm not a segue into this, man. Um, We'll continue to talk politics. It's, it can be, it's just such a fucking rabbit hole. But, oh, yeah, man. All right, so I want to end with... I want to end with something positive. Good, good, good. Um, something positive. Not that politics aren't positive. We, I think we got some good stuff out of that. 2020. Yeah. 2020. Matter of fact, you know what? That's the problem. We're always talking about the presidential elections. We have a Senate election coming up. We got a, um, you know some council elections coming up in the next couple months. We need to start getting more... You know, involved in some of these. Local oh, we'll talk things. about some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, that's the plan. Um, all right. So let me. I just want to. We'll end with this. I'm going to get Amber involved in this. Um, so the rapper Waka Flocka says something that really stuck out to me <laughs> on World Star. It says Waka Flocka says I'm just. This isn't verbatim. I'm paraphrasing, but Waka Flocka says that the hardest battle you will ever face. Is with yourself. Basically, like, coming to terms with who you are and your values. Yeah. So, in a sense, breaking yourself. Yeah. How you feel about that? That's, that that's just completely true. And one of the things that, um, that I've had to deal with personally is, 
you know, learning learning myself, learning that I can be emotional, learning that I have made bad decisions, learning that I cannot punish myself for making those bad decisions and, you know, in order to progress that I have to have more of those, you know, one shot and forgot mentalities, you know what I'm saying, where, yeah, I missed this shot, so what, I'm about to take this next two, you know? Yeah. Um... That's how, that was that was hard for me. That was always hard for me to do. But once I kind of assessed that, even with my health, you know what I'm saying, where like, oh, man, I wish I would have done, you know, more to make sure that I was healthy earlier on and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, you know, now I'm getting to a point where it's like, well, no, 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 that's what happened. Let's try to correct it and let's try to move forward. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what he's saying in that scenario is, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, you know yourself. Life in itself is learning what makes you happy, and then executing the plan to make you know to assure your happiness. Yeah. At the end of the day. Okay. You well, know? All right. So that's George's take. What about you, babe? What's your what does it make you think of? What did he say? What's the statement again? The hardest battle you will ever face is with yourself. Coming to terms with who you really are and your values. Basically breaking yourself. I mean, I definitely agree with what he said. I don't know. I just... I feel like that is probably one of the hardest things to do. I mean, speaking from just my personal experience. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I can't even really cost you right now. I'm so hungry. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what All you're right. talking about. I'm going to end it with this. Um, She's like, I'm so hungry. Damn, Look. she can't even get through a two-hour podcast. This motherfucker's doing two and a half, three hours. Joe Rogan doing three, three hours. All right, so. I was um, paid for it. Joe Rogan probably eat on his podcast, too, though. paid for hey, it. Hey, you know what? Joe Rogan. Opportunities don't always podcast. come with a paycheck, though. Joe Rogan eat on his podcast on the short, though. He get a He don't he get eat a food shit. Break. Not Anyways. that you see. Alright, babe. Um, I still love you. So uh, better shit. Yeah, so so what I interpreted was like breaking yourself. Breaking your habits that aren't good for you. And um learning yourself. Yeah, and coming to terms with who you used to be and not keep running back to that person when things get tough. Yeah. Um and that was my interpretation, but I have to get Amber something to eat. Yes, and we have to end this before she kills me, and then there's Hang no me. podcast. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, gone. Right, exactly. I gotta feed my fiance because do. I don't want any problems. You don't. So, so I want to thank everybody uh, for listening. Um, don't forget the Olive Room. Please go listen to the Olive Room. Um, sorry, not sorry podcast every week, same time. Instagram, yep. the Sorry Not Sorry podcast with an E, S O R R E Y, not S O R R E Y. I'm not sorry for how I spell it. Um, George, you got anything you want to shout out? Right now, I just want to shout out, uh, you know, Optimus Prime and them Decepticons that, uh, okay. you know, George is drunk. At him and <laughs> George is drunk. No. Baby, you got anything you no, want to no, you no, before no, we no, go? No, no. <laughs> I just I'm making the wing stop order. All right, man. Whatever. Like a wing stop. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. Later.